Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. And welcome back to You Better You Bet. PJ Glasser, Rob Brown. We're wrapping up our number two. And if you're a season better or just getting started, this guide is your ticket to maximizing success. Don't miss out. Grab your copy today when you sign up for a premium subscription. Download the BetQL app. Visit BetQL.com today. Get your hands on the BetQL NFL betting preview, the ultimate NFL game-by-game betting guide. It is fantastic. So make sure you get the premium subscription to BetQL. Get your hands on that. Rob, before we went to break, we were talking about the SEC. You said you like LSU this year. They are plus 450 to win the SEC. I'm going with Alabama this year, so I am also not going with Georgia. Simply, it comes down to Bama and LSU for me as well. I just like the fact that the Bama-LSU game is in Tuscaloosa this year. That's really all it comes down to. Bama also plays Tennessee at home, which helps them. Now, they do have to travel to Kyle Field and play Texas A&M. They have to play on the road at Auburn this year. I don't care how bad Auburn's going to be this year. I don't care that it's Hugh Freeze's first year. Whenever Bama goes down to the Plains, that is always a field goal game right down to the wire, and it'll be the same thing this year. So I think LSU's going to be really, really good. The last time Nick Saban has had kind of a QB competition at Alabama, he's won national titles. When it came down to Blake, when it came down to Jay Coker, excuse me, the year he had that, And then when it was between Tua and Jalen, and he ended up going with Jalen, they won a national title that year too. So, uh, I mean, you know, he's been in this situation before. I think personally, if if you had to make me pick Rob, what I'm hearing is that I think Jalen Milrow is probably going to be the quarterback to start the year. Now, I don't know if he's going to be the guy at the end of the year when it matters, but if you're looking for maybe the quarterback that, would start week two against Texas because week one they play Middle Tennessee State. I think it's going to be Milrow. Um, But yeah, just, you know, Nick Saban, he's at the podium and he's talking to all these media people and he seems happy. I think the defense is going to be really good this year. I think he knows how good his team is. I think he likes the fact that people are really counting, you know, they're really counting out his team this year. I mean, Rob, you look at the Bama-Texas spread in week two, the look-ahead line for that, Bama's only favored by six and a half at home. I mean, how many times have we seen Alabama at home favored by less than a touchdown in the last like decade? So people are, are kind of down on the tide this year. They're over under is at 10 and a half. So Vegas thinks they're going to drop at least one game, which I think they definitely could, but I think they find themselves in Atlanta. I think they beat Georgia. They might even beat Tennessee potentially. So Bama would be my pick to win the SEC, but I do think it comes down either Bama or LSU. I think it comes down to that game November 5th. I think Bama wins. I think they get to Atlanta, and I think they win the SEC. I don't have a problem with that. But like I said, I'm I'm, I'm almost always going to go with a team that has established quarterback, established offensive rhythm and routine because – a, it's a day, it's about I don't care what you say it's a big down step from Bryce Young to whether you go Jalen Milrow or you go Tyler Buckner or whoever else might be in that mix and with BY last year they had to fight to get there with with Georgia and they just couldn't overcome it um I I I like Brian Kelly I don't like Brian Kelly I like Brian Kelly the coach as a dude I'm very iffy on him but as a coach he's a phenomenal head coach there's no doubt about it uh, no I doubt. really, really like, J- yeah, exactly. I really like 
Uh, Jaden Daniels, I think that kid's going to be good. Here's the fun part. I am a little bit taken aback. This is the first show that I have done on any network, including my own anywhere, that at least – or that that zero of the host went with Georgia to go back-to-back SEC champions. And, and, and look, my reason is very simple. For all we've talked about going from Bryce Young to Jalen Milrow – I mean, how about Georgia? You're going to a guy who was a backup quarterback last year, stepping in to replace Stetson Bennett the fourth, who was a phenomenal shock good quarterback. They lost 10 players to the draft, not just Bryce. You know, they lost 10 dudes to the NFL draft. I think there's a, a, a bit of a shock reload. I, think, I still think the dogs are going to be very good. I mean, they have reloaded as well as anybody could ask anybody to reload. But like I said, I don't think there's a team inside the AP top 20 that has an easier schedule to get through than the Georgia Bulldogs, right? The toughest games they have are South Carolina in week three. It's all due respect to the Gamecocks. I live right here next door to Columbia. I think they are, I'm betting the over on South Carolina on the win total. I think they can be eight and four reasonably, but they ain't Georgia good yet. Then they got Tennessee on the road. Here's the interesting thing. I don't think Tennessee is going to be as good as they were last year. They don't have Hendon Hooker. They don't have Jalen Hyatt. Those are the two best guys on the team last year, both gone. So by the time Georgia gets Tennessee in week, what is it, week 11, I think Tennessee is going to be done at that point. I think they will have dropped a couple by that point, meaning that that game doesn't have the high stakes that I kind of hope it does. I don't think Georgia gets battle-tested this year in the regular season. LSU and Bama both do multiple times, including that LSU-FSU matchup early. And, you know, we have for years said when teams out of the Pac-12 or the ACC or the Big Ten or the Big 12 step up and play SEC teams inside of the playoffs, they're usually not ready. And we always credit it, good, fair, ugly, or indifferent. We always credit it to the SEC beats itself up it battles itself, and by the time that they get to the playoffs, iron forges iron, they are ready to go against anybody. Georgia doesn't have that in the regular season. LSU and Bama do, which is why whoever wins that that game, I think you're spot on, whoever wins that LSU-Alabama game in Tuscaloosa, I think is your eventual SEC champion, and honestly, I think LSU's just a tiny step ahead of Bama right now. Yeah, look, Rob, I mean, it's tough to three-peat. It's tough to three-peat with Georgia, and I feel like this comes along maybe every other year in college football where one of the top teams has such an easy schedule, and everybody's going to pick them to be in the playoff, and sometimes that team just doesn't make the playoffs. Maybe this just happens for Georgia. Maybe just all those guys going to the NFL, maybe it finally catches up with them. I think the point that you bring up about you know, Georgia just not playing anybody is a valid one. And Kirby Smart, obviously working with all those years with Nick Saban, the thing that is always Saban's best attribute, in my opinion, is the buy-in that he gets from 18, 19, 20-year-old kids to not care who their opponent is and just to treat the game with respect and try and beat everybody by 60, regardless who you're going against. So we'll see what happens with Georgia, you know, they almost lost to Missouri and Columbia last year. Like, they should have lost that game. So, if they have one of those hiccup games this year where they're unable to win, their schedule is just not good enough where if they lose another game, they're, they're not going to get in. So, I'm, I'm down on uh, – I, I just don't think Georgia 
makes the college football playoff this year. I don't think they win the SEC, and I think it's going to be either Alabama or it's going to be LSU. So we'll see what happens. Much like the SEC, Rob, the Big Ten is very top-heavy. You have Michigan, you have Ohio State, both plus 180 to win the, the conference. Penn State is plus 550. Wisconsin is plus five is plus six hundred. Iowa's ten to one. Now look, we know Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State are the three best teams. The reason Wisconsin and Iowa, you're not getting maybe as good of odds as you would like, is because obviously one of those teams has to win the Big Ten West, and then you get a shot at just one game, and maybe they pull off an upset in Indianapolis in the Big Ten championship game. It, it's a tough one for me because. I do have concerns about Michigan this year in the sense that this is finally the year, Rob, where I think all the pressure is on them. Everybody's expecting them to beat Ohio State. Everybody's expecting them to win the Big Ten. Like, this is their year. It's very rare in college football when you can bring back a really good quarterback, two really good running backs, bring back receivers, have a really good defense. Like, this is the year if you're Michigan. I mean, there are no more excuses. You have the QBs you want. You have the backs. You have the defense. This is where it's all supposed to fall in place. Oh, by the way, you get Ohio State at home this year. So, I mean, it's all aligned for Michigan. I think they win the Big Ten. But I am concerned that for the first time in three years, they've obviously beaten Ohio State the last two years. But this is the first year that they're going to be favored going into that game. This is the first year that they're expected to win that game. So I I am concerned about that aspect of it, but I do like the Wolverines to win the conference again this year. I am going to tell you something, PJ, that absolutely blew my mind. Um, My producer, Lonzo, uh, for the Rob Brown Show, which you can find at thefanupstate.com, hashtag shameless self-promotion. My producer, Lonzo, is a Buckeye fan. And at the end of last year, after Michigan got Ohio State for the third in a row. Lonzo came on my radio show, but he said, Rob, Ryan Day is on the hot seat. And I went, Lonzo, stop. Just stop. Dude, just stop. Just stop. And he said, no, I'm telling you, he's on the hot seat. You don't lose to that team three times. You certainly don't do a four. If he loses again, he will be gone. And I went, wait a daggum second. You were in the college football playoffs this year. You lost to the eventual national champions by a walk-off field goal. If that goes through at the stroke of midnight, you're in the playoffs and you're probably winning a national championship. And he said, it does not matter. And I thought this is a load, right? There's no way. And then I started going around and looking and reading the Ohio State Buckeye message boards. And we all know that message boards are the dwelling place of the worst of the worst most of the time. I went and started looking, and he was not lying. The Buckeye fans are real not happy with taking three L to L to L back-to-back-to-backs against Harbro and the Wolverines. Look, Marvin Harrison Jr., I think, is worth probably three to five wins just by himself. We heard a GM say in the run-up to the draft this year that if Marvin Harrison Jr. was available to be drafted this year, he'd have been gone in the top five to six picks of this draft. He is that good. And Mm – And again, speaking of teams that have trouble with the quarterback turnover, obviously Ohio State is one of them, although I think they know who their starter is already, despite Ryan Day saying, oh, we left it up to the coaches' votes. No, you didn't. We know who the guy's going to be. We'll talk about that later. I think the Buckeyes kind of have to win 
this conference this year. Not that they have to. They just got to beat Michigan. Ryan Day having his back against the wall for three L's is stupid, but it is true, and I think they know that the X factor is Penn State. Penn State does the whiteout against Michigan. It is the only color out in college football that actually works. Michigan's going to fall to Penn State because they're looking ahead to Ohio State, and it's going to open the door for the Buckeyes. There you go. I'm with you on Penn State. They're the sleeper this year. More college football talk. Start of hour we'll number be right- three.